It's good afternoon, beautiful people of Community Christian Church. <laughs> I actually almost said good morning, so I almost messed up worse. <laughs> That's why I had to stop and think for a second. I remember when you were throwing it back in. It's pretty bad. Yeah, but from across the room, so there's time to react. Like sorry. Like I said, I'm sorry. Let me see. He got all red around his eyeball. Oh, does that boo-boo need to be kissed? Jordan, kiss the boo-boo. I, I don't kiss people's boo-boos. <laughs> it is oh, I don't have a mic. You can't. I can't. You better tell. I'll Jordan. grab you one. Ones in there. Huh? They don't work, you said. No, Jacob said that. You guys said they cut out after 30 minutes. No, that's the hand ones. That's the, yeah, the wireless. Oh, There's a stand right there you put that on. Nah, he could use that. No, I'd rather have that so I, I can talk into it. Stand. Oh, you you talk? Are going to talk tonight? Talk. Uh, no. We are live. Because <laughs> I know you always talk for me. I thought that was special. Yeah. You guys talk. Because you guys talk. No, I'm not saying that. We're, we're going to listen. I'm going to listen. Anyway. Since Jacob Ruthio and Matt and a couple other people aren't going to be here, we're going to be in Jonah today. <laughs> what happened? Did they have issues? No, Jacob Ruthio is working on his house, um, getting it ready for his mom, and then Matt is currently in Alabama. So we won't be seeing Matt for a little while. Probably not. Probably not quite Alabama. On on the way. He's driving. He started driving this morning. He's on the way to Alabama. You got a day at Texas. Oh yeah, at least I've driven that one. Oh, she's a hottie. She's a bike. You're live. No, I'm just saying she's a hottie. You're live, by the way. So everyone just heard you say that. Orlando, Orlando, and Jackie said hello, brothers and sisters. We are both out of commission today, so will we be online though? Again. Hey, Jackie Orlando. And Jackie Dermello says on Facebook, good evening, everyone. This is Jackie Orlando. Well, hi good twice. Evening. Hi yeah, twice. Good evening. Yeah. Woo, woo. We will miss you. Yeah, we'll definitely miss you guys being here. But at least you're online to see a good a good study. <laughs> so so tonight we are going off of our normal, regularly scheduled program, okay. and we are on special events. Yeah, this is a special event. Bible study. You're still leading. Special event. It's a special event from our normal Bible study. So How about that? The next couple nights we will probably be doing Jonah. Okay. If we don't finish tonight, we will pick it up tomorrow or Thursday. And if we don't, if we do finish, we'll pick up another book on Thursday. So, either way, we'll be in a different book from from Romans on Thursday as well. So, let's pray in. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you for this time, Lord. We thank you for you being here with us, Lord. Just help us to study this word and. Lord, just as we go through this, help us to understand it, Lord. And just have a good Bible study about you, Father, and about um, Jonah, Father. And just open your word to us, Father, and open our hearts to hear it, Father, and our ears to hear it, Father. In Jesus' name we say, amen. Amen. So, I know a couple people here. 
said they have not read Jonah. Oh, and I said we have not. I said we have never gone. Well, I know she hasn't. I have never. That was the whole point. You want um, me to read the first two and chapters? For no <laughs> I can read the first two chapters. Oh. You you usually stop and go through it. <laughs> I was going to say, no, I, I don't. I'm just joking. Yeah, you can. That's your pastor. <laughs> you can read it for us. <clears throat> okay, so Jonah 1. Um, uh, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. Now that's interesting. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to. I told him I wasn't going to do that. So, because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed to Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. <clears throat> then the Lord set a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm rose rose a, across uh, the such a violent storm ro arose that the ship threatened to break up. All the sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his own God, and they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gone below deck where he lay down and he fell into a deep sleep. The captain went up to him and said, How can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. May he, uh, maybe he will take notice of us and we will not perish. Then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. They cast idols and the lot, or they cast lots and the lot fell on Jonah. So then they asked him, tell us who is responsible for making all this trouble for us. What do you do? What do you do and where do you come from? What is your country? And from what people are you? He got a text, so he has to read it. You need the mic closer. I need the mic closer? I do. Oh. Okay. I was going to um, say, man, I'm not uh, even speaking. Is, I, I could start over. Just kidding. No, 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 no. Testing. Please do I heard it. You did? Yeah. Okay. Is that better? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> what is your country and what people are you for, uh, what, from what people are you? He answered, I am a Hebrew. I worship the Lord God of heaven who made the sea and the land. This terrified them, and they asked, What have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told them so. The sea was getting rougher and rougher, so they asked him, What should we do to you to make the sea calm down for us? He said, Pick me up and throw me into the sea, he replied, and it will become calm, for I know that this is my fault and that this great storm has come up at my fault that this great storm has come upon you. Instead, the men did their best to row back to land, but they could not for the sea grew even wilder than before. And then they cried to the Lord, O Lord, please do not let us die for taking this man's life. Do not hold us accountable for killing an innocent man for you. For you, O Lord, have done this as you pleased. Then they took Jonah and threw him overboard. 
and the, and the raging seas grew calm. At, at this, the men greatly feared the Lord, and they, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made a vow to him. But the Lord provided a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was inside the fish three days and three nights. From inside the fish, Jonah prayed to Actually, the Lord. Actually, let, let's stop right there for uh, a second. Uh, <laughs> There's a controversy. What? What'd you got for Sam Jay? Uh, oh, at. the fish don't matter. I, I don't care about going into whether it was a big fish, a whale, whatever. It says fish. I'm going off a of fish. A big fish. It's a sea creature. It's a fish. Yeah, exactly. People assume a whale because it's big. Yeah, that's why I say it don't matter. We're not going to get in a controversy over that. I think everyone understands. Um, but going back to the beginning, one, we're going to go through. Um, in the beginning. Jacob, you know what I mean. In the beginning of Jonah. Um, it says, well, Verse 1, I think everyone can understand. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai, which, of course, God spoke to. And then it says, Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. Now, something I was looking at, um, it never actually mentions in Jonah what Nineveh's wickedness is, but it mentions it in somewhere else, in parts, and it mentions it in Nahum. Nahum is a couple books later, but I wanted to read it, which it says um, in 3, Nahum 3. You guys going to turn there? Okay. You didn't have to. Uh, 3-1. It's a couple um, verses out of it, out of that actual chapter, because it goes into talking about a bunch of stuff inside of it. But... 3 1 says, Woe to the city of blood, full of lies, full of plunder, never without victims. The crack of whips, the clatter of wheels, galloping horses and jolting chariots, charging cavalry, flashing swords and glittering spears, many casualties, piles of dead, bodies without number, people stumbling over corpses, all because the waton of lust of a harlot. Alluring the mistress of, her, of sorceries who enslaved nations by her prostitution and people by her witchcraft. Those are just some, because this whole book is actually going against Nineveh. It's talking about Nineveh and what was going on. And this part, it's talking about how all they just completely just destroyed people. They had piles and piles of people they killed, whether it was for their own causes but it was it talks about it, it's mainly for plunder so that they can go and plunder those cities so they can get richer and richer and richer and that's why um back in genesis i'm not going to take you there but it calls it a great city when it was being born and it did become a great city it's a city where people actually grew up and it was like super wealthy and all of this because it was all blood money <clears throat> it was all money they stole they plundered they killed um cities worth of people and yeah, not only that were... yeah their morals were gone pretty much but Whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah that, that came from <laughs> i'm just kidding oh that was jerry who said that their morals were gone and so keep that in mind when you're thinking about this jonah 
the whole reason why he ran is because he didn't want to even be a part of it. He didn't even want to warn them because of what he heard. He's like, man, this city is just so terrible, pretty much. And it's all a spoiler. Well, in chapter four, <laughs> I'm yeah, fine. You gotta read it. Don't worry, we'll get there. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> and it says in six or yeah, three. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. Tar Tarshish. I can't say that for some reason. You said it right. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for the port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed to Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that th the ship threatened to break. Think of that. You have this huge ship that you're on, right? Probably um, one of those ships that you think of, like, you know, pirate ship or merchant ship type of thing. Huge ship. And it's threatening to break because of this storm that's going. Just so big of a storm that it's going to break. It's going to be destroyed by this these waves that are crashing against it and topple it over. And so the Lord threw this at them so that Jonah would realize, hey, Look what you're doing, not only to yourself, but to these people. Mm -hmm. And every time I read this, I always thought about it. It was, wasn't was just a storm in the physical aspect. I also see it as a storm in Jonah's life. Jonah's life couldn't have been going right because he was running from the Lord. Running from the Lord. Um, Matt mentions a bunch of times where he ran from the Lord. And when he did, he lost literally everything. Lost, had multiple trucks at his house. Someone crashed and took them all out and just everything. Didn't have the money for it, couldn't um, do work or anything. And so when you run from the Lord, when you know you're calling and you run exactly away from the Lord, nothing's going to go right in your life. Mm -hmm. Everything you put your hand to is going to fail. And so that's what we kind of see here when it when it's also talking about a storm. His life could not have been going well, let alone the storm of the physical aspect. I wanted to back up a little bit too. Yep. There's not much to back up to though. <laughs> hi Roger and hi whoever else is online. There are six people. I can guess, but <laughs> anyway, um, uh, go, go to the great city of Nineveh, verse two, and preach against it because its wickedness has come up before me. You know, um, we think people get away with stuff. You know, but there's a judgment. There's a judgment coming. And and back in that time, God judged. God judged. He destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, he destroyed the whole wor world by a flood. <clears throat> um, uh, God, God did take judgment right then and there. But now, it's not that God's changed. It's just that we're under a time of grace. Right? And... But when this grace period comes out, is over with, that judgment is still coming. That wrath is still going to come. And so God sees and, 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 um, and it's going to happen. But this story also, also clearly portrays that God so loved the world that he sent his only son. That whoever believes in him would not perish, but have eternal life. You know, it's God's will that all would be saved. And and um, we're, we read in Romans 1 that uh, everyone on earth knows they're without excuse. They know there's a God. They know. 
um, people just wanna people just wanna hide from it and and wanna wanna hide in their darkness, wanna hide in you know whatever they're doing. But yeah, it's um, God sees and God knows, and people aren't getting away with anything. They might think they are for a season, but it's gonna come up. Something I did want to mention now that I remembered it too is numbers is also at not numbers. Nahum is also after Jonah. And so what we're going to read through Jonah and this will be a spoiler, but or Nineveh ends up repenting for their sins. And Jonah knew that they were going to, but um, in Nahum, we also see they go back to their sin because that's also after Jonah. And so because of that, and it even talks about in um, Nahum, if you read through it, at one point it says that their evil is against the Lord. They're, they're plotting stuff against the Lord directly. MJ, your spoiler alert. Well, I'm saying this because it also has to um, be shown on where their heart ends up being after this whole thing. After everything that happens, and Jonah himself is going through stuff just to get there and preach, preach to them. Well, and the same thing happens to us over and over. Exactly. The same thing happened to Israel. They saw all the miraculous things that God pulled them out of Egypt, all the miraculous things, and, and got them to the mountain. And, and what they do? They fall again. Yeah. And then, and then they fell and fell and ended up 40 years in the desert, you know, on, on a short journey. But... What back I wanted to, to mention about this. Huh? Back to this? Or? No, no, no. Oh. I, I, no, oh. no, no. I was reading the part where it, they, they each prayed to their own God and still nothing happened because they, they needed to find the one. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's even funnier that they cast lots and still got Jonah as the culprit. Well, the lots usually, <laughs> usually yeah. when you hear about someone casting lots, they're putting it into God's hands is what it uh, mentions. What? Now... There's a lot not of times where it's not not. Path, not the way those guys are. They're going. just they're just casting they're they're casting the dice and whoever it falls on that's who's gonna get. It's blown pretty. Up. But like I was saying, yeah. they, so say they throw a dice and it still landed on Jonah. So well, that's the way the Lord works. Is mm, yeah, He shows the truth of the matter. He shows the truth of what's really happening. But, just like He's going to reveal everything in the end of times. And um. Are we at that yet or no? No. <laughs> Not yet. No, I okay. um, But the last thing I wanted to say is that when you're reading through this, just know Jonah's going and doing these things because the Lord, he was against the Lord at that time. But at the same time, it just goes into our daily life. Mm-hmm. What do we run from the Lord without knowing it? What do, What are things that we run from the Lord? He was in because, disagreement, yeah. Because... You have to look at it. You're like, God tells you to go and speak to someone, right? Just something super simple is what one thing I'll bring up. And a lot of times some, something might happen. Oh, I don't have the time. Or, oh, Lord, I'm in a hurry. I, I've got to do this. Or, Lord, I, I don't have the time. Or I'm, I don't have the money to give it to that person. Or I don't, that person's going to want this or blah, 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 blah. Things come up in our minds all the time. I'm saying it because it also happens to me all the time, too. Um, so I'm calling myself out at the same time of letting you guys um, see it. But these things come up in our lives. And then we, when we don't do what the Lord tells us, we're doing exactly as Jonah did. We're acting just like Jonah. I take that even further, too. Um, 
we are um, we're in a relationship with the Lord, and and uh, when we don't stop and spend time, we're running from God. When we're putting things before Him, we're running from God. When we make other things more important, you know, whatever it is, we're caught up in. When we make other things more important, we're we're kind of running from God. You know, He's waiting. He's waiting, and he wants to spend time with us. And, um, you know, so we all have a little of that in us, you know. There's a big one there. Yeah, I see it. Get it. Oh. So, I mean, yeah, uh, we, all, we all, in a sense, run from God because we all know he's calling us to a relationship with him. We just have to keep that in mind because we could read this. You just won too, huh? I can share a lot right now, but I'm waiting to see what Jordan covers. So, when you're reading through this, just know it's, we could read this easy as just a story, a storybook story, you know? Oh, this this man, he ran from God, and then he got swallowed by a whale, and then, you know. But didn't he run from what God asked him to do because he was scared mm-hmm. that he yeah. would get killed? Actually, it wasn't just that he was um, scared. He knew what he says, and I, I actually can't. I don't want to spoil this because it's like a really big eye opener when you when you see it. But later, and I think it's four, chapter three or four, uh, when he does end up speaking in Nineveh, they do repent, and then he says he literally says, "This is why I didn't want to go do it." Because he knew they would repent of their sins and that God would save them. Oh, then he's wicked. He is. Right. It's, yeah. He's not a, but but that shows of the people God tell, calls to, too. And isn't that a bit of all of us? Like, oh, yeah. we we like, oh, God's going to get you or you're going to, you're going to get this or, you know, or, or man, he needs to get it or. Just like how my last was wicked. Always double enemy. Right. You know. Wow. Good. La- laughing at my misfortune. Oh, it's not too black yet. But, but anyway, we all we all think we all think like we're 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 uh, we all place judgment on people. Um, Orlando says, I have a question. So when we are watching, for example, the chosen, what what would be considered spending time with him? Oh, would that be considered spending time with him? Any time that you're sitting there and and letting the Lord speak to you, or um, taking the time to be in the Lord's presence, where your mind is set apart on the Lord, just like watching the chosen, yeah, watching the chosen, our mind is set on focusing on, okay, what what is the Lord telling me through this episode? Yeah. What is biblical about this episode? To and then me- after it's. After is where we really spend the time, though. Right, that's is because what I was we dig into the yeah, we'll to the word. It. To me, the watching the chosen is like coming to church, it's like and and you're having the you're having a message spoken to you. The chosen's giving you a message, but that's just the menu. I've always looked at that as the menu. We got to take it home and have the meal. Right. So so the pastor, I, I, I love this analogy and who, who was it? Tony Evans gave this analogy. He says he says 
The pastor's like the waiter. He comes out and he tells you, he tells you what the meal's like and, and what it's gonna smell like and what it's gonna taste like and you know and, and how good it is and you know and um but yet you gotta it's not till you eat it till till it becomes something. And so you gotta take this home and you gotta read it for yourself and allow God to speak to you through it. I mean, I've had countless times where in the message something, you know, and I'm highlighting and uh, then I go home and I reread that and I was like, oh, okay. You know, or or God just shows you something through it. Mm-hmm. And it's usually, what That's do you do? That's what doing? I'm wondering. Yeah, oh, they hurt. Oh. Um, I wanna, uh, no, because I'm still. So, I mean, that's... Um, it's okay, he stinks too. Oh wait, I'm that, that's what I, that's why I look at it. <laughs> got it. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but that's the way I look at it. We gotta go home and eat the meal, you know. Yeah, and so, back to Jonah. Okay. Let's see. You something you want to add on to that? Yeah, because I'm going on to five. You did want you to? Had a lot. Huh? What was the question? Oh, you. you wanted to add on to it. He said, "Is is watching the movie, spending time with God." Oh, well, I mean, you covered it pretty good. So, well, I was going to say, is there anything you wanted to add on to one through four? Because we're going on to five and so forth. Yeah, you said you were going to bring up a law, but you wanted to see where he was going with his comments. I said I could bring up a law. Oh, a, a lot. lot. Okay. Oh. okay. Well, we're here to hear a lot. Uh, well, one interesting thing is that in the ship, those men started praying to each of their individual God. So despite Jonah running away from the Lord's calling, the Lord's calling was being brought to other men because they learned to fear the Lord through that, it says. They gained a reverent fear of the Lord and yeah. his capabilities. And that furthered their relationship and it probably turned them away from their gods. Mm-hmm. So it goes to show that even in our mistakes, even when we're the righteous man's running, that the Lord can make a way through all things that you're doing. But this is also accredited to Jonah because he admitted it. Because he knew the truth and he said, it's because I'm running. He even told them flat out. He told them in the beginning as well, is what it says. Wow. My book, it says he drew straws and he drew the short one. (laughs) Right. Pretty much. That's that's exactly what casting lots is. Except, except, (laughs) it says that he was sleeping. Yeah. It says that he was sleeping in the. Down above. uh, Yeah. So that's why they probably, what probably happened is say, like, you guys are sitting there above deck, right? And you guys draw straws, and then you guys not, never draw the short straw. And since I'm sleeping at the bottom of the deck, I got the short straw. That's how it would have come out to be, is that last straw was meant for the person who's not there, the one sleeping. No, <laughs> But let's continue on at five. Well, the captain woke him up first. Yeah, Jonah 5. It, it, the captain woke him up first. We read that. The captain, in verse 6, the captain went down to him and said, How can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. May he, 
maybe. Uh, maybe he will take notice of us and we will not perish. Then, verse 7, the sailors said to each other, Come on, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible. So Jonah was oh, awake. My mind, for some reason, thought he was still yeah. sleeping. I, I, he probably I was, was. I was with you on that, and that's why. I... <laughs> well, thank you for that clarification, too. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, the short sticks. Mm -hmm. It's the short sticks. It was uh, pretty much like flipping a coin, rolling oh, dice, okay. That's what all of it. Anything that would... Uh, Scissor, paper, rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the deal, yeah. I didn't know what lots were, but okay. Of it's have it's something, yeah, the, to settle a decision. Single but. people out. Okay. So, like, scissors. It scissors. Right. Like, hey, uh, you know, book is still alive. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. That's I don't good. mind him. It's the same when they get in between the glasses. It's like way uh -huh. too much closeness. Right. So we're going to read from, well, now seven down. Okay. Did dad, dad read six. Oh. <laughs> but it says in seven, then the sailors said to one another, come, let us cast lots and find out who is responsible for this calamity. The, they cast lots and it fell on Jonah. So they asked him, tell us who is responsible for making all this trouble for us. What do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what are your people? And so now, now you have to look. He's not on a ship with just Jews and Hebrews or any of that. He's on a ship with multiple people. So it was probably like a merchant ship that was going across. And so when you see that, they didn't, you know, for a fact, they weren't praying to God. We already knew that, though. But not only that, but they were also praying to, like, Baal. Back in Elijah, they talk about Baal. And Baal was pretty much any god that was not um, our Lord, Jesus Christ. That was um, pretty much the gods of Baal, is what they call it. Because it was a false god is all it is. Mm -hmm. And so he answered, I am a Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the land. And you have to think at this he point. Knew. He knew. Well, not only that, you have to think. He said the sea and the land. So now they're super terrified. You're like, oh my gosh. You worship the man who actually created what we're in right now, and you're not listening to him? Mm -hmm. And you decided to go across the water? Like, what's wrong with you? And so... Killing all of us. Exactly. And that's where... That's where, like, they, they're super terrified. And they say, what have you done? They knew he was running from the Lord because he already told them so. But he didn't tell them who, who his Lord was. And so the sea was getting rougher and rougher. So they asked him, what should we do with you to make this sea calm down for us? So now you have to think. Now they're like, man, we got to stop this. We got to stop this because if we don't, we're all going to die. Not just this person who's in the sh ship. Yeah. And so he says, pick me up and throw me into the sea. At this point, I like to think of it, even though um, when we read two, you won't really 100% see it. You'll see it as um, the actual way it's shown. But he's pretty much sacrificing himself. Mm -hmm. He's giving himself as a sacrifice. Oh, when he says, throw me overboard. Oh, he, yeah. he literally, in his mind, thought, throw me over so I can die. That's that's what's in his mind at this moment. Well, Hi, Tracy. Isn't that an interesting thing? Because God's calling him to something, and he knows. But at the same time, he's like, okay, well, 
I brought this upon you, so let me settle this. Mm-hmm. And that's also his out. So if he is going to do right, he might as well do right by these people. Rather than and, God. Yeah, but God finds his ways. Right. So, And technically, he's still running. Yeah. Yep. Because he's not... That's exactly it. He's not. He's not praying. He's not. He's not asking God to fix it. Right. He, yeah. He's saying, Thro- "Throw me over." Yeah. yeah but and, and you won't punish me. just me. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but instead of God's like, "No, you're called to this." Yeah. And and I like this because these people, even though, even though um, they asked him, "What should we do?" They were still reluctant to do that, and they didn't think of throwing him over. They're, they were reluctant to, even after Jonah said, so they tried to lighten the load more. And then, you know, and then they ended up, okay, well, if that's... Yeah, it says in 13, instead the men did their best to row back to land, but they could not, for the sea grew even wilder than before. Then they cried out to the Lord. Now they're crying out to Jonah's God, yeah, yes, our, yes, God yes, our God, mm-hmm. saying, Oh, Lord. Please do not let us die for taking this man's life. Do not hold us accountable for killing an innocent man. For you, O Lord, have done as you please. They took Jonah and threw him overboard, and the raging sea grew calm. Now think of this. Mm -hmm. You're in the sea that was about to rip apart your boat and kill everyone on there. Mm -hmm. Right when you throw this man overboard, everything stops. Everything starts to grow silent. And so now they're like, oh, my gosh, this is really happening. This is really the God that Jonah believes in. Finally, we find a God that will answer or listen. Exactly. And (laughs) so now they took God's real. (laughs) And now at this, the men greatly feared the Lord, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows to him. With what they had left on the boat, they sacrificed it as an offering to the Lord. And they made vows. It says in the Bible, don't make vows. How do you sacrifice it? Well, they probably did a burnt offering like they would have done to their own gods. They would have, they probably had like some type of sheep or something left on board. Where's mine? (laughs) I know. Thank you. Another interesting thing, though, is that their hearts towards taking an innocent man's life. Because they knew innately that that was wrong, and they're saying, Lord, don't hold this against us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that also connects to Jesus. Yeah. Lord, don't hold this against them. It's the reverse, though. Yep. And then it also kind of ties in with Judas because of what his realization, Lord, I did that to an innocent man. Yeah. And people, and, and it shows you that people know. People know right from wrong. People know um, God's calling. People know God's real. They just want to live in their darkness. These people just didn't know, but they got to see the hand of God. And what they do, they turned to Him yes. and they yes. and they worshipped Him and thanked Him, and you know, and and that's what can happen in our lives if we stand up and show people who God is. Yeah, this reminds me of another scripture. Yeah. In Matthew eleven twenty, they're essentially bringing up the um, cities, and they mention Sodom and how if it's seen the miracles that other people seen, that surely it would still be here today. Mm-hmm. 
And that's what those men were. They were the unrepentant. They were the men worshiping other gods, doing detestable things in the sight of the Lord. Yet they experienced that miracle. And then they came to God. God will make a way. Amen. That sounds cool. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Joe. Yellow. Joe and it Mama. says, now we're on oh. 17. Kathy, are you there? <laughs> now we're on 17. Hi, Thea's in the house, too. She's hiding, and Jerry's here. You should be here. Okay. In 17, it says, But the Lord provided a great fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was inside the fish three days and three nights. That's beautiful in itself, too. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go into deep well, I'm talk about that part because it ends up talking about it a lot in this next section, too. Okay. Um, because, but what I do want to touch on is that don't think this was comfy in a fish because you have to think about it. He's in a fish. Uh, like, I literally. I've never been in a fish. So I don't know what. Well, you know what a fish smells like on the outside? I don't eat fish. Don't it smells nasty, vile, and you have to think. It smells well. <laughs> you have to think. It's nasty and vile on the outside, right? It smells nasty. But on the inside, it's worse because this is a big fish, probably ate other fish. So you have. You're sitting in a fish and with like decaying fish pretty much so it smells nasty it's dark they're not they're not so much rotting i mean because your body i say decaying because it's but you've all smelled a burp think of think of Uh, living in it (laughs) because that's what's happening the stomach gases the acid they're they're working up and and trying to decompose this And, and 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 it's said that he probably would have been his his flesh probably would have been bleached from the from the uh, stomach acid and stuff yep, yep. for three days because something similar happened and the guy came out wow. pretty bleached. I heard a story once, but <laughs> but <laughs> no, <laughs> right? But I just want to give you guys that picture because this Jonah's sitting in this whales or we say whale. That's what I'm going with right now, but. Yeah, he's he's in this fish's stomach for three days and nights. He couldn't be up uh, out of the stomach just just right there where the thing is. He'd be he'd be uh he'd be already drowned. And we know it's stomach because of later too. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. And literally, it's it's just insane because it's also dark. You can't see. <laughs> There's no light at all <laughs> coming in. <laughs> so yeah. See what's what it's around me. Kathy is here. So all it is 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 you're in this nasty state. Probably the most humbling state you'll ever be in. Wow. Right? And so keep this in mind when we read this next chapter. Okay. In um chapter two. I'll go ahead and read it. It says Jonah's prayer. Jonah's prayer. From inside the fish, Jonah prayed to the Lord his God, and he said, In my distress I called to the Lord, and he answered me. From the depths of the grave I called for help, and you listened to my cry. 
You hurled me into the deep, into the very heart of the seas. The currents swirled about me. All your waves and breakers swept over me. I said, I have been banished from your sight. Yes, I, yet I will look again towards your holy temple. The engulfing waters threatened me. The deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my head. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath barred me in forever. You brought me up. Sorry. You brought my life up from the pit, O Lord my God. When my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Those who cling to worship, so sorry. Those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. But I, with a song of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed. I will make good. Salvation comes from the Lord, and the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. See, that was a spoiler. (laughs) Pretty much, but uh. So. But he was he was he was rotten as it was. Right. The fish pushed him out. So that's why I'm saying you have to think about this. For three days, Jonah's sitting in there praying to the Lord. <laughs> like this, this is just a small piece of the prayer. To it's be like, completely man, honest, this guy's turning my stomach. I need to get him out. <laughs> yeah, but you have to think about it. What we got here is just a small piece of what his prayer actually was. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because he was in there for three days. This is practically a summary. Yeah. Of what he prayed. And so you think of that, like Jonah's sitting there praying for three days, three nights, just praying to the Lord in such a dark and humbling state. He's not even fed or got no water, nothing. Uh, you know what? He should you know, want any of that because you don't want it when you're sitting in something mess like that. And you well, think- like like it said, um, it, it said that he sank. The, mm. the waters uh-uh. rushed. What? Wait for that one. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a spoiler. I got I got something for that one. Okay. That's why. Okay. All right then. <laughs> oh, a lot towards me. So more than a little. Don't worry. It says, "In my distress, sorry, in my distress, I called to the Lord, and He answered me. From the depths of the grave, I called for help, and You listened to my cry." So now you're thinking about this. He's literally dying like he literally says from the depths of the grave he called to me and i called for help in my distress and all of it so he knew he was dying and a lot of people nowadays they know they're dying we know we're dying because it was in his stomach how did he know he was dying well no this was before he, oh, this he is talking about when he's he talking sinking. yeah oh when he was sinking okay. he's talking yeah. about when he's in the sea yeah. falling down into the in the ocean and he's sitting there calling upon the lord saying lord help me and in that moment of asking for lord help me the lord came and sent something but the reason why i had to stop dad before he got there mm-hmm. is because the whole time jonah didn't immediately start calling upon the lord and I mentioned this, and the reason why I had to stop him is because of what I wanted to mention beforehand. Was Jonah sitting there fighting with the Lord still? Think about this. You just got thrown into the sea, right? You only have so much air in your lungs, blah, blah, blah. You're sitting there falling in the water. And what are you going to do? 
normal person would try to swim up. Hi, dude. He's not able to swim up for some whatever reason they tie oh it says they tied him up my bad no no it talks about the current swirled about me and the wave breaker swept over me yeah but it also says they tied him up and threw him i thought it said at that no no they took Jonah and threw him overboard. They yeah, they jumped. just threw him. Huh. But he was in the storm, and then the waves washed over him because yeah. it was so violent. Oh, okay. And it the talks seaweed about wrapped his around his head. The, 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 oh, it was the, the seaweed. Wrapping. That's yeah. what That's what the wrapping was. That's what I thought you were getting to. And so, but, Have sorry. tasted seaweed? Yeah, it's nasty. He had a wrapper. <laughs> but all of this is happening, right? Mm. And he's still fighting the Lord mm. the, the entire way down. And you only know this because it ends up saying, To the roots of the mountain I sank down. The earth beneath me barred me in forever. This is what um, Dad was talking about. When I looked this up. Oh, it's a cat trying to come in. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, when you read this, and I had to look this up to make sure, because in NIV it says barred, but it says that he actually touched down onto earth. So it means he sank from the top of the sea down to the bottom of the sea. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but when he touched the bottom of the sea, it doesn't say he just touched it. It says that it barred him in, meaning he sank into the water, all the way into the soil. How deep was that water? <laughs> doesn't say. Doesn't say. Engulfing waters yeah. threatened me. And so this whole time, he fought the Lord all the way down. And then when he finally touched the ground, Matt said it. A couple times. Oh. <laughs> but, um, to the roots of the mountains, I sank down. Yeah. It says that, so he's fighting the Lord all the way down, right? And then he finally touches the ground. And Matt says that's when he woke up. He's like, oh, Lord, I have no way of coming out of this. There's no way to swim back up to the earth, even, even if you're able to. You don't have enough air to get back up. Mm-hmm. More than likely, you have a big fish that lives in this water. So, more than likely, it's a pretty deep um, sea. And so that covers verse two. Also. Yeah. So, so yeah. Once he once he had hit, then he said, "In my distress, I called to the Lord, and He answered me from the depths of the grave. I called for help, and you listened to my cry." And so, from you have to depths. think. When I read the bard part where it says the earth barred me in forever down in verse 6, I think of jail. Where you're literally barred in on a jail cell, right? Mm-hmm. That's the same way of what Jonah was just in. He was buried in the dirt and the Lord sent a fish that ate the up from the dirt to pick him up. I mean, you can see this all spiritually too. Because it was in his sin that he was sinking away from God because he was turning away. The darkness, the depths, yep. Yeah, because he was going into death, and then from death the Lord came. Then he said to you, Lord, I see, I'll turn to you again. And at the very end, salvation comes, I will say salvation comes from the Lord. Mm -hmm. It shows him going into death, and then... Coming back to life. Just like us. Now, remember the question before I asked. is like, how many of us do this exact same thing to the Lord? Oh, turn away? Yeah, but think of how bad this got now. His life was pretty much destroyed. Mm -hmm. 
I'm putting this so that we can actually think of it in our lives too, yeah. is you look at this and not only was he in a storm, he was thrown overboard and going down, his life is ebbing away, literally everything's going against him, he's pretty much dying at this point. And it wasn't until he reached the bottom, reached rock bottom, mm -hmm. that he finally called out to the Lord. <clears throat> How many times do we get there? Is where we're sitting there, we're so stubborn of go going to the right place where we're just like, oh no, I'm going to hit rock bottom before I call out to the Lord. Look at me again. Yeah. That's right. I'm verse seven. Yeah. Where am I going? When my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayers rose to you, to your holy temple. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so, just think of that. Is how many times, not only now, I mean, all of us do it. Yeah, Mary, I'm going to pick on you. You said he's real bad, but we're all in the same boat. Yes, we're all in the yeah. same boat, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so how many of us do that? How many of us have done that? Yeah. Yeah. To where you're just like, I'd rather continue sinking and letting everything come against me. I've, I've got a plan. Something's going to come through. And then you finally hit rock bottom where literally you're about to lose something that's super dear to you. Maybe you're about to lose a family member or your house or something that's super important to you, right? To where it's literally rock bottom. And then you decide to cry out to the Lord. You're like, okay, yeah. Lord, I'm sorry. Please hear me in my distress. Why does it take that? Right. Orlando and Jackie said, unfortunately, it's our human nature to think that way. Yep. And that's, we talk about that too. It's our, it's our, uh, <laughs> I just lost it. Well, Proverbs says, wow. <laughs> Proverbs say a man's way seem good to him. Mm -hmm. Yep. But. Oh, it's our biggest, our, our our biggest hurdle, our biggest enemy is ourselves. That's what we talk about. Thank you. And um, I, I I wanted to this next verse when he says seven. Um, when my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord, and my prayer rose to you, to your holy temple. Mm -hmm. I just love this, and it reminds me of Psalm seventy-three. Okay, while you're looking at that, I'm going to look at something else that Matt showed me a while back. Psalm 73. It's only 28 verses. <laughs> hey, man, I, I capitalized on mine and didn't read it. Capitalize. I'm going to read through this real quick and, and then and, and, and quickly break it down um, because it reminds me of the same thing. But it it's it's similar because um what what he's what he's going through. This is a psalm of ASAP. Um and it just it's just a picture of our lives, right? Um and, and I see Jonah in this because he's seeing he's seeing these wicked people and he doesn't want to go talk to them. So, so um Psalm seventy three. <laughs> It says, surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost slipped. I nearly lost my foothold. I envied the arrogant. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked, I saw them getting away with it. I, I, they have no strength. Their bodies are healthy and strong. Or they have no struggles. They have no struggles. Their bodies are healthy and strong. They are free from burdens common to 
common to man. They're not plagued by human ills. Therefore, their pride is their necklace, and they clothe themselves with violence. He's, he's talking about, man, people, people seem to prosper in the world, and why do we have it so hard? And it's hard because we go against the world. We go against the grain, and God's calling us to something better. But, man, it's like you almost slip, and every one of us go through this. From their callous hearts comes iniquity, verse 7. The evil conceits of their minds know no limits. Mm -hmm. They scoff and speak with malice, and their arrogance they threaten oppression. Their mouths lay claim to heaven, but their tongues take possession of the earth. Therefore their people turn to them and drink upon the waters in abundance. And they say, how can God know? Does the Most High have knowledge? This is what the wicked are like, always carefree and increase in, in wealth. Surely in vain, now he's thinking about himself, in vain I have kept my heart pure. Look, I stay away from that stuff and look at all the troubles I have. Mm -hmm. Look at all the trials I have. Um, in vain I have washed my hands in innocence. All day long I have been plagued and I have been punished every morning. And if I had said, I will speak thus, I would have betrayed your children. See, and when we fall and fall into that, we're betraying the people that we witness to, that we're showing who Jesus is to. We're betraying them. Um, when I tried to under, understand all this, it was oppressive to me until I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their final destiny. He's like, you know, he got in this place and then he went to church. Mm -hmm. Then he went and spent time with the Lord. And then he realized, no, I know where I'm going mm -hmm. and I know where they're going. Thanks. You know, and so it's don't envy them. Surely you place them on slippery ground and you cast them down to ruin. How suddenly they are destroyed, completely swept away by terrors. As a dream when one awakens... So when you arise, O Lord, you will despise them as fantasies. When my heart was grieved and my spirit embittered, it was senseless and ignorant, and I was a brute beast before you. Yet I am always with you, and you hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And the earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish, and you will destroy all who are unfaithful. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge, and I will tell of all your deeds. You know, I... You know, Jonah. Jonah went through. Jonah went through this because he saw it, not the not the same, but he saw the wickedness, and he and he's like, because of that wickedness, he didn't even want to tell him. Mm -hmm. But yet, we see we see things, and we start to desire, or we start to say, look, look how easy they got it. They don't seem to have money struggles. Look, they're running around with all these toys and debt, but you know what? It doesn't seem to bother them. And yet we struggle and try and make ends meet and try and show people who the Lord is and, and constantly are getting hammered by things in the world or, or people or, 
Yeah. Oh, come have. Oh, you 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 put yourself all under these rules. You can't drink. You can't smoke. You can't. You know. You put yourself all under all this stuff, and you don't have freedoms. But it's not true. We have a freedom, mm-hmm. and we're free from that stuff. You know. And so we need to not look at the world that way we need to turn to God and look to what he has for us because it's so much better I was listening to um, I was listening to uh, Skip Isaac this morning and and he was he was talking about this old um, this old couple they were a missionary couple and they were they had been for years in Africa right and and they were just coming home right well it happened to be on the same boat Teddy Roosevelt was on, right? He was coming back from Africa too, but he was coming back for from a couple days on safari. When the boat docked, all these people were out there clapping and cheering and the fanfare going on and and um, welcoming the the president back. And the husband and wife got back to the their their motel and and the husband said well, where's our fanfare? Where's our welcome? We put our life on the line to witness to people. And and we went through sickness and hardship. We went through all this stuff. Where's our fanfare? And the wife said to him, but we're not home yet. Amen. We're not home yet. You know what? That's That's what we live for. Don't let this life and all its worries and cares drag you down. Yeah. It's going to be what it's going to be. We just need to follow the Lord and listen to Him, heed Him, seek His word and His guidance, and, and do His bidding. We're called to be servants. You know, We're not just called to grow in this knowledge so that we can be all good and happy. We're called to this knowledge so that this light can shine on the people around us. Um, um Paul said, I think it's in Romans, don't you know that your life is not your own? You've been bought for and paid for with a price. And so serve God with your whole heart. It might be Corinthians too. I'm not sure. One of the two. Um, You know, your life is not your own. We've been bought for. You know, it's God's will to do with our life what he will. He's not going to hurt us. It's all for our good. You know, sometimes we go through bad things. But when we go through it with him in mind, it brings a testimony. It shows people. And and when it's all said and done, we might, I was thinking of that song today too, New Wine. Through the pressing, through the crushing, you're making new wine. And I was thinking about it, how, how our life is pressed and we're crushed and he's squeezing out squeezing out the light and and just keep shining it but but it seems like it seems wearing sometimes and it seems like sometimes like man why why do you think i'm so strong that i can bear this you know type of thing but you know what he's making new wine he's making a new life and and it's gonna pour out and it's gonna wash the people around us and and our reward is not in this life it's in beyond so just keep pushing till you got nothing left and then push some more because god's gonna it's in his time it's in his time it's all in his time all right no worries now you got your <laughs> How's it going, MJ? How are we going now? Still same place, Jonah. That's where I'm at. So, something else I wanted to bring up is away from 
what's happening with Jonah? What does it sound like is happening? I'm asking a genuine question. <coughs> what What do you think is um, happening here? Like the change that's going on, the the way it actually what it can also signify. He's accepting. That means he's accepting Christ and the reality that he was running from. He was. He saw it already. That he was running from it, and I think he's realizing why. What I what I was um, seeing, which you're along the lines, is baptism. Um. He literally went down, all the way down to where his grave was going to be, where he was going to die. And he cried out, and he, then he accepted the Lord, and that was his baptism, and the Lord brought him out of that. It says it here, you and you brought... To life. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why I was surprised that he didn't even say it. No, but no I did listen. Did. He, yeah, he, before, before him, before Psalms, he had said, death to life. And it's like, yeah, it sounded just like that. Yeah, and just like Jonah was three days in the grave, yeah, yeah. so was the I didn't son ignore of him. Exactly. He always ignores me. It's okay. But yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what, you know. That's why when you said, what does it sound like? Well, I was kind of confused on what okay. you're meaning because I thought you were talking about his whole life. No, no, no. I was just talking about that prayer. Yeah, what, actually, like, yeah. during that prayer, what? what it sounded like what he was praying towards yeah. what was yeah. happening when he and I thought when I was he went to sleep my glasses and say well obviously we can see his relationship because the first thing he does is start running <laughs> yes <laughs> um, but the reason why I mentioned that is because it also says in the second half of six but you brought my life up from the pit oh lord my god so he's also saying that you literally took me out of the pit of despair, the pit of nastiness, whatever um, you're dealing with now, pretty much. God can bring it out. God literally saved him from literal death. But our lives are in a pit, too. Sometimes we get in depression. Sometimes we're anxiety. Sometimes we're in these different pits. And we allow ourselves to be there sometimes because we don't ask the Lord for help. Or sometimes we do, but it's with a different thought process. We're like, oh no, I only want help so that I can I feel better. Or sometimes we. I've been a nicer person since I've started coming to church. Amen. See? Amen. That's the Lord bringing you out of that pit. Mm -hmm. The pit of anger is. Sometimes I'm not going to get me started, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got things I could say. Yeah. Oh, and you should have saw this guy. Yeah, the other four are pointing back at you. <laughs> I was always happy. That is oh, a big no, lie. No, no, no. Lying is a sin. I'm always He's such happy. a love. I don't know where you Aren't guys I? get this. You haven't seen him beforehand as well. Right. You only see one half. He's such a love. I know. I don't know. I don't understand. Anyway, <laughs> I could tell you stories. I've heard Lots of them. I can too. Anyway. As we continue through this, it says that when his life was ebbing away, I remembered you, O Lord. My prayer rose to you and to your holy temple. Those who cling to when I read this part, it's actually really funny because uh, those who cling to worthless idols forfeit the grace that could be theirs. Mm -hmm. But I, with thanksgiving, with the song of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed. I will make good. Um, the vow. Sorry, what I have vowed, I will make good. Salvation comes from the Lord. Now. What just? What did he just come off of too? 
There's another bow, by the way. Oh, yeah. But you can get into that. You could take that one after I well, mm-hmm. mention this first part, yeah? Because mm-hmm. I also don't know what you're actually getting at on that one. Um, but in verse 8, he just came off of a boat where they were worshiping different gods. And so he's also thinking of when he's praying this, he's also thinking of that boat he just came off of because he didn't see them pray to his God. All he saw was them praying to their gods, worshiping them and asking for their help and all these different things. And so he's thinking of that and he's also thinking of Nineveh, which is not a good place where they're probably doing the same thing or worse. We've already read in um, Nahum what actually some of the things they were doing. And so it says, those who cling to worthless idols. So when he's thinking about that, he's like, I'm not like them, Lord. I'm praying to you. I'm going to offer my sacrifices to you. And he's thinking, they're forfeiting their grace, but I'm not going to, Lord. Even though in reality, he already did. He was running from the Lord. But, But I, with the song of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will make good. Salvation comes from the Lord. Now, what's the other vow you're talking about? Well, Jonah, I was talking about the vows that those men who worshipped other gods made. It said they made a vow before God. Mm. And this was before Paul went out to minister to the Gentiles. (laughs) And what's more, Jonah, after his... Um, confrontation his change yeah after his change after his baptism as you put it coming from death into life again he made a vow and that's what that is really we also have to make a vow when we commit to the Lord when we say Lord you are our God you are our master we're also making that vow to start even if our hearts don't aren't there when we say it, that has power. Just because, the mere saying, Lord. Yeah. It's like yeah. you said, we've already been bought. Mm-hmm. And it's something that a lot of people don't realize, but the vow's already been made, and God's going to honor it, even if you don't. Right. You can run around just like Jonah did, but at the end of the day, you're there. You're there. And it can either be for good or for bad. Yes. Amen. It's all a matter of where your heart's at and what you choose, whether you choose the sin and choose to stay down in that depth, in that despair, in that darkness, in that death, <laughs> or if you choose to rise again to life, the Lord will bring you back. But you have to understand, he's not going to force you, even if you've already committed it's the choice. Giving you the choice. Yes, he's given us free will. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and you're gonna see Jonah fail even after he's already committed. So you know, I think we're going to actually because his heart's um, still there. But that's probably gonna be next week. Yeah, when three and four. Minutes. I think we'll wait for next week anyway. I got uh, uh, well, real quick. Thursday. Thursday. Sorry, not next week. It's okay to fail. You're a work in progress. Amen. Matt loves that saying. Yes. Dad's got one more verse. So I know. I'm just marking my notes to read for Thursday. Oh, okay. Three and uh, chapters three and four. I'm going to I'm just reading two verses from First Corinthians six six nineteen and twenty. Okay. First Corinthians. First Corinthians six nineteen and twenty. 
It's just two verses because I already quoted them. Okay. He said, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. You know that your life is not your own, that, mm-hmm. that this Holy Spirit is a temple. We don't worship on another temple now. Right. This is the temple, and the Holy Spirit lives in this temple. Mm-hmm. And and we've been bought for and paid for with a price. So we need to honor God with our bodies. Yeah, that's why people say you're dragging God with you skeletons. when you're doing some bad right? stuff. Yeah. <laughs> because you're dragging the Spirit. Well, it says that in the verses before, if you go up higher. But okay, we'll go. I wasn't. Higher. I wasn't going into that. Well, you want to? No, you mentioned it. <laughs> well, we're trying to burn twenty minutes. I was talking about. No, we're not, not trying really. to burn it. <laughs> I was talking about. But I was talking about how <laughs> we need to honor God with our with our life, and we're servants, and and we're servants. While we're here, we're servants, and when He's done, and we're servants until He's done with us, like. The message today, he was also talking about retiring. You know, you re- you might retire from work, but you're not going to retire from spiritual service. You don't for that service. I know these mats are going to have a smack at each other eventually. <laughs> there he is. Look, hey, you he's it? sitting on that microphone. Yes, oh, he's sitting on the microphone. He just flew toward you. Well, do you got it? Yeah. Actually, yeah. All right. Got him. I was trying not to smack the table because it goes to, through the uh, mic too. She's trying to oh, feel there the he weight is. of the oh, word. Oh, oh, he got away too. No? No, oh. I just let him outside. Oh. No. Got him? No. Forgive us in the gnats online, please. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot oh. of gnats. Yeah. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention was in the very oh, last verse mother. we read in verse 210. <laughs> Head. <laughs> they came from their mother. Sorry, I'm distracted. I'm sorry. What? I was distracted by the long-haired dude. Oh, yourself? No, him. Jesus. By the <laughs> the one that has longer hair than me. Oh. Um, <laughs> in verse ten, every time um I read this, when Matt reads it, he thinks the same thing. Is and the Lord commanded the fish to and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. Now it doesn't say it here, and this is what we think. It says on the next verses it'll go into it, but I'm not going to read those because that's for Thursday. But we what we see is that the Lord literally vomited him back to where to the land that he started and was first called. Probably right. Where he took, where where he, he got started, the boat yeah. to try to run yep. away, huh? To Nineveh. 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 Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. this said, because yeah. it goes into it, then he still had to go to Nineveh. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. he was, he was going the opposite way. Can we just say he spit him up? Well, yeah. yeah. Oh no, the Lord of the Rings said puke. Well, puked it out. But yeah. Well, you have to think about it yeah. now. Now it puked out of his his old life. Puked him out. Right. He was out of his old right. life completely. Put him back where he spit out. How about that? I'll start saying spit instead of that for you. Yeah, you know they don't say newborn babies vomit or puke. They spit up. <laughs> yeah. It's a much nicer image. Right. <laughs> no, if you're a boy, you're four. <laughs> but so he's he's put back 
well, this is what we say, is he's put back literally to the spot where he took the boat and left. Which is, we should all get. We can sit there and stress this and stress this for as long as we're going to stress holding on to something. And guess what? You're going to end up right back, right back. Right back in the beginning where God talked to you first. I'm saying, I'm getting it. I got it. Exactly. Well, that's what I was getting towards. So that's awesome. And it kind of represents that, you know what? There's no shortcuts. We just got to We just gotta go through it. We just got to go through it. Where is the shortcut? Jesus. Yeah. Well, it's called accepting what he says the first time. Because <laughs> he gives you the peace to endure everything does, and get through everything. He does, but there's not a shortcut. He doesn't. He doesn't quench the fire. He, he walks with us. No. In I understood what you meant with he doesn't, using the wrong word. I even understood. Right. He doesn't take things away from us, but he's God, with us no. through it. He, he, he carries us through it. But yet, we still got to go through it. Well, because if, if he gave us, if he yes. just dumped all of it in our head all at once, we wouldn't learn it. We wouldn't live it. We would just have Amen. a knowledge of it. I mean, we live it and go through it and grow in it because of experiences. See, be like when watching you're, a dumb minion movie. You get nothing out of it. It goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's yep. not dumb. Right here. Or it goes right somewhere. Here. <laughs> anyway. It goes into a um, good story. <laughs> when you're in your relationship with God and your eyes are open and your ears actually hear, your eyes actually see what's going mm-hmm. on, you develop new experiences when you're going through something. Mm-hmm. You look past what's happening to you and you see the other person in the situation. Right. And that's what I'm meaning in the shortcut with and, God. Because and that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. You still got to go through it. There's no shortcut around it. Yeah, but it's kind of like him when he parted the seas for the Jews. Everything was against them, yet the mm-hmm. path was made clear. There's no wind about. There's no turns. It was just one clear set path. And when you're with him, that right. path is a lot shorter. And that's, it's not where, so much, that's where right. he's talking I get, about. I get what you're saying. It's not shorter, though. It's just you still got to learn the lesson. You still got to you still got to go through it. Pure. You're just going through it with him. Right. You're not you're not having to climb out of the valley. You're not having to climb to the mountaintop. You know, you he's 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 made the path level for you, but you still got to go the path. We're going you know, there right now, Uncle. Right? Mm-hmm. You still got to go the path. Check your bubble gum. Like he said, like like I said, um, he, did, he didn't put out the fire for for um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. No, he went there, and he was there with them. That's some names. I just, <laughs> wow. Just Deacon wow. Paul, these are my thoughts. I think I'm willing already is the word I want to use to give my life to the Lord. But I know I will make, I will make uh, constant mistakes, and therefore is the reason I feel in my heart as to why I haven't done so yet. I know I still have, I still have a long way to go, to be even close to His worthiness. So I ask you, is that how it should be, or should I wait till I'm in a better position of worthiness? Well, you're I'm stuck that? in limbo on this thought. Well, okay. you'll never be in the perfect place to commit oh, to anything. Right? So if you're gonna, if your heart's already set, you're just gonna go, but just nah, go with the Lord. The heart. I, there, there's uh, a there's a saying that um that uh, someone told a church member of ours um before um you don't 
You don't take a shower to take a bath. You don't get clean to come to the Lord. You come to the Lord to get clean. It's actually Denise said it too. Don't you have to have it true in your heart? It's just it's your heart. You give your heart to him. Orlando said thank you, Nick. You are the hero tonight, baby. Absolutely. So, so, well, no, so yeah, this is this is the hospital. Hold on, since you ran it out, Orlando. Orlando, you're already doing the work. Just keep loving. That's all you're doing. That's all you need to do. Well, I think it was someone else who said that other thing. Thank well, you for know. that input. No, it's you know what he. It's um. We we talked about this before, and we explained baptism also, um, and and outward expression of an inward confession. You know, you can you can you can ask Jesus into your heart in your closet. You can ask yeah. Jesus into your heart in your bathroom. Anywhere. Um, anywhere. Thank you, because I wasn't sure about that. I had a bad moment, and I was in the wrong place, and I started talking like, is this, should I not be doing this? Yeah. So, thank you. But the Bible says, Jesus said, if you acknowledge me before men, I will acknowledge you before the Father. So it is important to, to come up and, and, and acknowledge that, you know what? I'm giving my life to the Lord. I'm making him my Lord and my savior and my friend. That's why that's why we go forward. I'll tell you uh cuz dad's talking I about you could it. you could uh you can pray to him and give your life anywhere, right? You literally can. You could be in your bathroom and pray to him and give your life there. But and I'm only saying this story cuz we all know him. Jeremiah I was sitting there on in the car ride with him when he gave his life. I I just sincerely asked him, I'm like, have you ever given your life to the Lord? And he didn't he didn't at the time. And so was it around that circle that raising that kind of family? But the thing is is I prayed with him while I'm driving, of course. I didn't close my eyes and do it, but um it's still a prayer. And the fact is is I prayed for him with him i led him so he knew what to pray and then afterwards you know what ends up happening is we went to a men's breakfast at another church and everyone there knew he gave his life to the lord because he went around we went around and we were we were letting him know hey this is who's the guy you brought with you well that's jeremiah he gave his life to the lord today and then he's going around and telling him the same thing. I gave my life to the Lord today. Yeah. It's it's about he's in rehab right now. Yeah, but is he doing okay? Is he yeah, he's going to be getting out at uh, on the sixth, and he said he's going to be here. Um, but that's gonna hurt coming Big Daddy's bringing the big mama out in me right now. I'm not worried about it. I'll figure about that later. Oh, so, Nick swallowed yeah. a paper clip. That's okay. No. Did he? Yes. Uh, do you want me to smack him upside the head? <laughs> let's let's get back on track. I'm sorry. Let's get back on track real quick. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll deal with that topic okay. later. Yes, because, um, okay, yes. And also, while while we say it, get your uh, prayer request ready online. Oh. Yeah, the malice is coming out in them right now. Oh, my but, Lord. <laughs> yeah, no but malice. the fact hey, was is the that <laughs> the fact was is that okay. he prayed in a car ride. Yes, yes, he did. 
with someone he barely knew, but he prayed in a car ride. You could pray anywhere. And then when you do pray, the fact, yeah, the sinner's prayer is what they call it, the prayer of salvation, sinner's prayer. What pastors do it loudly to every individual because they're receiving it every time themselves. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so, and the fact is, is that, and what happened after? He proclaimed it to everyone that was there. He wanted everyone to know what he did. It's like, it's like this, because a baptism Mm -hmm. doesn't save you. You could be baptized. You could be all this other stuff. It doesn't save you. It practically doesn't really do anything. It just tells people of what you received, right? Saying that you're going to leave behind the old life and live in this new life that God gave you. That's what baptism is. It's still what? It's an outward confession of what's happening inward. And so, so what I saw was Jeremiah was being baptized at the men's breakfast before all the people because he was going around saying what he wa- what he knew, saying what happened in his life at that moment. He went around and told people, and that was his baptism at that moment. It wasn't no water needed. The Lord was baptizing him in that moment. I mean, sure, yeah, he, we could still baptize him. That's that's up to him. But I'm just letting you guys know. Is the Pharisee's question? Was it from heaven or the waters that John baptized? No, that, uh, what's his name, baptized? What was it? John the Baptist? John the Baptist or yeah. Jesus? No, John, Jesus asked, Jesus uh, the asked Pharisees. Him, was, was, uh, was the was John John's Baptist, was it from heaven or was it from man? And if we said one, then you're going to say, well, why don't you believe me? Mm-hmm. And then if they say the other, um, I can't remember. I wanted to say, I wanted to say this too, that, you know what, um, to the question, don't wait. Yeah. Don't, don't wait. Don't wait. Yeah, I'm waiting. Don't, you look, you know how Don't wait looks. because, um, yeah. because yeah, you no one's promised tomorrow. I was making I was no one's promised tomorrow and you want to you want to seal your fate you know and and the fact is um when you ask the holy spirit to come into your life that's when he starts working hard in your life and starts cleaning you up from the inside out we we can whitewash it we can we can uh we it's like i always explain it like this um you got a roof leaking right you don't go inside and start cleaning up the water stains. What do you do? You go to the source. You pass the roof. That's what Jesus does. He goes to the source, to the heart, and starts cleaning oh, up. Bricks up there. Clean, start cleaning up the heart from the inside out. Yes. And and so um, that's why we need Jesus, and that's why we go to Him. This is not where all these healthy people come come to glorify. This is where the sick come to get well this is the hospital for sinners and this is where we come to get well and that that's what this is about and so you know don't don't wait till your life's clean up come here to clean up your life something that i would like dad to do actually because i'm not going to do it this time because you no, you've got the uh prayer for after and we already knew that was coming anyway what um the closing prayer yeah you have the closing prayer and what i would actually ask you to do 
is lead them in the prayer of salvation. Oh. Lead us all. Prayer of salvation. The, yeah. yeah, the Lord's Prayer that you were not the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer? Oh, no. Our Father who no, that, that, no, I messed the up on that one. Prayer. The sinner's prayer is what I meant. Okay. Um, and so for you online um, that is watching and who said it or anyone here, is that if you haven't said it, I do urge you that when dad does re say this and actually um, come through with this, I just ask you to say it with your whole heart. Repeat it with your whole heart. Yeah, or repeat it if you've said it before. Mm -hmm. Repeat it. Okay. I ask us all to do it. Like, it, it doesn't matter if you said it a hundred times, okay. if you said it That's for the first time. People, why do you think a pastor will do that that loud over one individual and he'll do it every five minutes? Because it's still resources. Exactly. And so, and then afterwards, what I do want to say is afterwards, after you do say it, let everyone know. Let anyone know that you just said that, that you changed your life that night if you said it for the first time. Because, And I say that because then that's your baptism. That's letting everyone know that you're going to change your life, that you're not going no longer. Yeah, that you're no longer going to be in that old life, but you're going to be living this new life. And then reach out to anybody. Reach out to us or anyone else. We can help you. We can help lead you. We can teach you. Whatever questions you may have, we're here to teach. That's what God calls us to, is just to speak his word. And so that's what we're here for. And so um, is there any prayer requests that came through? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we would like to send prayer request to Pastor Matt that he has safe travels for his family and his wife, for our Pastor Memo and his family. Yes. May God help them through in whatever things that are going on in their lives. For Mary Jane, for better health, for Deacon Paul and his family, for Nick that he passes. What's if he hasn't name? already passed his test. Oh, your migraines is probably what he's thinking. Oh, yeah. For Allie that her test be good. And for our entire church, for our entire church, may may good health find them all. Amen. That one. Amen. Is there any other prayers before we go into this? I'm coming. As soon as Hottie and gets Jerry's hot back. Here. And Jerry's back. She made it back safely. So. There's Thea's one. in the back. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Thea's in the back. Oh. You should be here. Come up here and show her new Bible online. <laughs> no, I don't want to embarrass her. I, I already embarrassed her enough. I'm sorry, honey. I was a joke. No? No, she was. You see her gloves? Nice. Oh, well, then come on up. Come show your Bible to everybody. Yeah, but I'm online, so when they see it, they see me actually going like it. <laughs> gonna, she's going to beat you with it. Right? Now I'm going to be getting hit with the Bible. People. I didn't think that one through. some dipping money out here. Though. Okay, oh. it's 8 o'clock. And so, you want to lead us into that prayer? Okay. And then also, afterwards, continue on with the other prayer. Okay. Um, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead us in the sinner's I'm prayer. And, um, I'm going to move this uh, out of the way. You want to move that one out? You know, if anyone, so if anyone hasn't said this or... Or any time you say it, you know, it's, it's something we turn to him all the time and constantly remind ourselves who we are in him. But this we need to mean this from the heart, you know, and so um, I would ask all of you to repeat it. Yes. So repeat after me. So Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I admit that I am a sinner. 
and that only you can save me. Lord, I ask that um, our Lord, I repent from my sins. Lord, I repent from my sins. I turn away from my sins. And I ask you, Lord, to wash me clean of my sins. I ask you, Lord, to wash me clean of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. And my friend. And my friend. And I will follow you. I'll follow you. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And I'll just say that if you've said that prayer and you meant it from your heart. Jesus came to live in your heart. He promises if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And the Holy Spirit is now living in you. And 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 if you and if you meant this then then um it makes it easier to get rid of everything else. Yeah. It takes time, but it helps. Yeah. And and know that he's there. And also know this. The enemy's going to try and trip you up, and he's going to try and tell you, it can't be that easy. No, it didn't happen, because look, those same thoughts are still coming. Look, look, this, that. No, you got to push it out. This is a new path and a new life, and, and you grow in it, you know, and you turn to the Lord, and, and, and you're going to see the world through different eyes. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to start seeing the things you used to do without thinking twice about it. Now things start to convict you when you do them. That's the Holy Spirit, and that's the evidence. Don't let, don't let the enemy tell you that it can't be that easy. Don't let the enemy tell you that he's not there, because he is. He says it. He says it with a promise. Um, thank you. you. You all helped me with my dis- decision. My heart is so with the Lord Jesus, Lord, with my Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Welcome, brother. And so now let's um, let's lift up these other prayers. Uh, Father, we just want to pray for travel mercies for Matt, Lord, and Shirley, Lord, help them to get to Alabama safely, Lord, and um, and uh, take care of the things they need, Lord, and um, and we just ask for safety. We ask for um, that the things get worked out, Lord, that the way. Um, the way they need to, Lord, and um, and Lord, we pray for um, we pray for Pastor Memo, Lord, and his health, Lord, and his family, and whatever's going on in their lives, Lord, we just lift them up to you, Lord. Uh, we pray for Mary Jane for for her headaches, Lord, and for her healing. We lift up Leah, Lord, and and for her stuff, Lord. We just pray, Lord, that she have more good days like this, Lord, and and um, we're, we thank you, Father, that. Um, that Jerry's back, Lord, and that you got her back safely, Lord. And and um, we just ask, we ask, Lord, that you just put a bubble, a hedge over this, over this area, Lord. Um, that um, that you would protect these these sisters, Lord, and and their families and their neighbors, Lord. That um, that you would shine through it, Lord, and and keep the enemy away, Lord. Um, we lift up Nick for his test, Lord. That's coming up, Lord, and and just pray, Lord, that um, that it goes well. That you help him. That you give him the words, uh, the answers, Lord, and give him a confidence. And we lift up Allie and hers too, Lord. I know she already passed hers, Lord. We just lift up her interviews, Lord, and 
Um, and um, there was something else. Oh, and and um, he's asking a prayer for my household, Lord. And I just I asked for a prayer for our household, Lord. And we lift up Tina, Lord. Tina and her family, Lord, and pray for um, and Joan and Sandy, Lord, and and Bev, Lord, all these people, Lord. Um, we just lift them up to you, Lord, and just your presence, Lord. Lou and Shirley and Roger, Lord, and um, just all those, all those, Lord, that are all on our minds, Lord, and um, praying for um, Ralph's sister, Lord, and um, and every all the prayers mentioned, Lord. We just continue to lift them up to you, Lord. And um, we just thank you for the life you've given us, Lord. And, and ask, Lord, that um, we would see you through it all, Lord. And, and let make your presence known to us, Lord. And, and carry us through the things, Lord, that, that, that we have to go through, Lord. We know that um, we know that um, you're with us, Lord, and you carry us, Lord. And and when we have to go through something, that there's that there's a lesson, Lord. That there's a testimony, Lord. If we don't act like the world, if we don't fall, Lord. If we if we stand on you, Lord, and 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 drive through. Yes, Lord, we're human and we make mistakes. And and help us where we fail, Lord. But just help us to be better and help us to shine our light. And Lord, just get us all home safely and. And help us to have a good week until we come back again, Lord. We also lift up Thea back there, Lord, in her studies, Lord. And um, just pray that um, pray that it goes well for her, Lord. And um, you've given her wonderful wisdom, Lord. And, and she excels at, at, at schooling and studying, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that it's not overwhelming on her, Lord. That, that um, you just help lead her and guide her through it, Lord and protect her over there, Lord. And we just thank you for all things, Lord. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.